0: Hi I'm Jennifer and I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project welcome back to the prosperity project podcast today now we've returned yet again it's a visual version so you can catch us on my youtube channel on mama for if you look for me there today we're actually going to be talking about prosperity habits and these are the ones actually that cost nothing at all they're free completely free to try but for us they have really changed our life so you might have read a book that's called atomic habits by james clear have you read yeah, that book at uh, all it's a uh, very popular uh, book
1: yeah I've, I've heard of it a lot of people have read it and a lot of people think it's quite life-changing I think (laughs) it's one of those kind of big popular ones that lots of people seem to have read and seem to have resonated with
0: yeah so he states and I thought this was really cool he states that your identity emerges out of your habits now it's nothing groundbreaking right so his whole book is actually about choosing key habits that will drive you forward in life so when you focus on them they make that big difference in your life it's kind of like essentialism a little bit if you've read that book as well but you know we all know that our habits drive who we become it's not who we want to become it's who we actually are living right at this moment and every action he said it was like a vote for the person that you want to be Yep, so every, time, every single day that you do something, you're saying, I'm going to be this person rather than this person. So it can be, for example, if you work out every day, well, you're voting to be somebody who works out, who looks after their body. If you read every day, again, you're learning every day, you're being that person. So it's all about your habits yeah. that actually form who you are in the so, person. So yeah, so
1: what you do is who you are, basically.
0: Exactly. And he then went on and said, becoming the best version of yourself requires that continuous edit of your habits. So there's a lot of books right now that are talking about this focus of almost getting back to basics, as if we've led quite a culture of doing everything, trying everything, and actually people are kind of saying, well, it's not that much fulfillment, actually. You know, we want to try and get back to the core of what we are again. And he said that you can upgrade and expand your identity by focusing on your habits, which kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. So I mentioned that I've just finished reading, actually, a book called Essentialism. It's quite an old book, a couple of years old now, um, by Greg McKeown, I think the guy's surname is. He is from the UK. He lives in America now. And he wrote a book. They said that it started a movement. <laughs> so that would be a great thing, writing a book that actually starts like a kind of series of people taking and being inspired. But um, off the back of minimalism, a little bit, he wanted to kind of refocus people onto what they're actually doing—the essential things that they are proud of, or that they could look back and say, "Actually, I made the best choices with my time." So okay. is that kind of focus so, whereas again?
1: minimalism is about what you have yes. and the things around you and the things that you buy and all of the clutter, maybe, mm. and removing all that. Then the essential side is more about your time i guess. guessing
0: essentialism it's- is more about choosing the things actually that bring the most joy So there, we've seen a lot of books about this, you know, like then we see Marie 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 Kondo, Kondo Spark Joy, right? So everyone's on this vibe of actually, it's not just about living with less; it's about the less that is actually essential for you, the things that bring the most joy. You've only got stuff that
1: actually has got value to it, and it resonates with you, and you you feel like it's it's worth keeping.
0: Exactly. So I read that book, really enjoyed it. I felt it wasn't groundbreaking, as maybe I, I can imagine if you'd started a personal development journey, it would seem quite you know different to a lot of books you've ever read basically a yeah. lot of books telling you to do 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 like wake up at six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock or four o'clock meditate do this, do this do this and he was really saying look at your life in all areas and cut back start saying no and being highly selective and when I was looking into habits and I'm very particular about my habits actually because We've recently just had complete freedom of our time, if you like. I quit the, my corporate life back in January, as we f- as we make this podcast. So it's only been nine months of actually having control over my time, mm-hmm. and I've struggled a little bit because when you have the ability to do everything, <laughs> you sometimes end up not doing. <laughs> anything well, I at think
1: all. what hasn't helped is because we've had the whole lockdown situation. Not being able to do
0: everything. Yeah,
1: I think that under normal circumstances we'd probably be maybe doing more travel or just doing more activities and things. I feel like when you've got limited scope on what you can do and when the things you can do seem like more of a faff to make them happen, Then you're less inspired to do stuff. So I think some of it's circumstance-based, but absolutely. I think we've all been there where we've got no plans for a weekend, Mm. we've got nothing to do, and you end up maybe lounging on the sofa feeling like you've whittled away the hours doing nothing. Mm. And if you amplify that up to seven days in a week, then without (laughs) real focus, without real effort to work out what you want to do Mm. then time can run away without you realizing
0: i just finished a book i'm a keen reader if you can't guess that i'm reading a lot at the moment because i'm writing my next book my next couple of books so i'm kind of getting inspiration and seeing how people do things i've just finished a book called the magic of thinking big And this was a book I was saying to you, it was written at the turn 1959, I think it was. You do like an old old school books, But again, funnily enough, it was a book about actually cutting down a lot of what you're doing. So the reason that I was led to this podcast topic was, I think there's a lot of habits that people are doing without thinking about. And also thinking about, you know, cause and effect. So if you choose to do a habit... We might think it's not meaningful. We might think, oh, it doesn't really matter. But it's ultimately taking you one step further to being the person who has that habit all the time. Does that make sense? Like you are being the person that your habits are.
1: Well, and also I think that people around you get used to those habits as Mm. well. So for example, if you're the person that generally stays an extra hour or two at work and you started doing that once or twice and then it becomes something that you're doing maybe four out of five days a week, Then what happens is the moment you want to leave on time, it looks odd. It looks strange and and people wonder what's going on and why aren't you committed anymore? (laughs) So you create that habit for yourself where then you're the person who's there until half six every day. Yeah, And I I think that that happens with your own expectations and with other people's expectations as well. So it's actually, it's it's quite difficult. I think you need to be aware of what habits you're letting into your life Mm. because you could end up stuck with them unless you do something drastic to change them. And then that can feel awkward for for people around you. I think if if the moment you've been doing maybe six months of working late at work, and then suddenly you're saying, nope, that's it, I'm not doing it anymore. Suddenly you seem like the bad guy. (laughs) You seem like the person that's not committed to the job, maybe you don't want to be there anymore, when in actual fact... You're just maybe trying to live your life a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, the popularity of a couple of programmes about habits, Hard 75 or 75 Hard, Do you yep. know the one is Andy... Andy oh, Angie Frizzella. For, that's him um, and that has become really popular right now so i think there is a culture of people wanting to strip back and actually say okay so hard 75 or 75 hard i can't remember which way it is um the whole th- we've done it where it's yep. a very particular prescribed habit setting so it's to do with workouts it's to do with taking progress pictures reading is even in that as well food, non-fiction things like that food yep. it's all to do with and he calls it a kind of grit Habit formation because they say on average it takes 21 days to form a habit and then 90 days for it to be permanently in your life. So it's not really a huge amount of time actually to change your habits. And a lot of these programs, diet programs, fitness programs, they all want you to get to that tipping point where you've been doing it almost a month, getting there, and then very quickly it'll become part of who you are.
1: Yeah, I think that when you're looking at habits, doing something for 90 days then beds it in enough that you're used to it, and it's not so much of a hardship to do. Mm -hmm. However, I think that it's very easy. If you take a week or two off, it's very easy for that habit to disappear. Mm. I think it actually takes more probably like a year or so before that habit ends up being something that's really ingrained and really in there, even if you take time off. So I've been going to the gym most days for three years or so now. So therefore, if I take three weeks off for whatever reason, so actually, I had to take time off when I broke my arm and I went yes, into hospital. Yes, she did. Yep. But after a couple of weeks, I then went back out to the gym and did what I could. Not because there was any pressure on me to do so, but just because it was a habit I was in. It was a habit I wanted to keep. Yep. So I, I kept on with it. So I think if I'd probably broken my arm after 90 days... I don't think i would have been committed enough to go back in after i broke my arm so actually although 90 days definitely will bid it into a good amount Mm. i don't think you're at the unbreakable phase at that point i think you're in the phase where things roll on and it suddenly doesn't feel as difficult anymore Mm. i think that's the thing you don't need to kind of push yourself and claw your way out of bed to get it done i think it becomes a bit more routine but i don't think it's quite cemented enough for that period of time but you're a long way there. And that's a great thing. You can do it for 90 days, then I think you're on a great journey towards just sticking with it for life if you want to.
0: Exactly. And I think the key with prosperity habits is habits that you know are adding joy or happiness to your life. And have have you actually ever taken audit of your life and said, you know, what habits, what things I do consistently on a daily or every day or every week that truly are, Adding to my joy? Am I just doing a lot of things because I think I should be doing it? Am I doing things because other people want me to do it? Like, how much of my day is spent enjoying my life, enjoying the things I'm doing on routine? It's a great question to ask. And I think the popularity of a lot of these um, systems or habit formation routines, you know, that 70 day hard and things like that, or 75 day hard is because it's asking people to think about selecting their habits full time, like committing to a period, even when it's tricky. Do I think these things change people, really? I'm not too sure. I think when it's so against what you would do normally, I think then people, you you, you almost like resent it towards the end, perhaps, and then you just want to get it over and done with it. It's not changing. I think it varies. Yeah, exactly. I I
1: think it's the same as um, anyone that maybe wants to lose a little bit of weight and going onto a diet. Now, obviously the success levels of people losing weight and keeping the weight off isn't very high, but I don't think that's because people don't want to. Mm. I think that ultimately sticking to difficult things, working through a challenge and then getting out the other side with those habits remaining is just quite difficult to fit into your life if you don't have the motivation, the commitment or the drive to actually see a proper outcome at the end. So I don't think it's any more that people don't stick to these things after than anything else. I just think that as human beings, we kind of want the easy route. Mm. We want the what we're used to, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, we still want to stick to what we know because we know what we're going to get. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. When, when you think about dieting, it's, it's difficult. You've got to think about what you're eating. You've got to think about where you're eating. Social occasions are a bit more of a pain. It's just a lot more faff mm-hmm. than doing what you normally do, even if you don't like what that results in and that, and that's the thing about a lot of these changes in habits it's actually trying to shift you towards changing how you think of stuff and working out what's important and that's the thing is it? about prioritizing yep. what actually you feel like makes a difference to your life what you actually want to achieve and then delivering on that as often as you need to, in order to get the work done.
0: Yeah. So I'd really encourage you, as I'm going to share now my prosperity habits that cost me nothing, that I felt really changed my life, but start by actually looking at your day. Now, there's a great task that a lot of people say when you're thinking about designing what your next level life will be or just to you know decide that you're going to do things differently is to actually audit your time so take a typical day keep a notebook and a pen beside you and simply write down where you spend your time because time is your only true currency right that's the only thing that actually is limited in this life is where you put your time and focus and I think when you first do this exercise you go oh wow I spent half an hour on TikTok or half an hour on Facebook, that was a bit rubbish. I didn't learn anything, I didn't do anything. All right, then I was commuting for an hour. Okay, then I did this. And you actually see, you know, that excuse of, oh, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough, you know, energy. You actually see all the moments that you're filling with not a lot of stuff that's actually adding value, giving well, you happiness and Well, stuff and I joy. think
1: where you wouldn't necessarily say, you know what, I want to spend two and a half hours on that. Mm-hmm. But yet, you did over the course of the t- realizing t- okay. <laughs> and actually that applies the same as i think that when you want to lose weight
0: mm-hmm.
1: tracking what you're eating actually highlights an awful lot
0: of the little about habits, what what, what yeah. you're
1: doing because a lot of people will say i oh, don't really overeat that much and actually when you track it when you track what you're eating what you're drinking everything that's going into your system mm. suddenly you find where the the challenges are coming from where the issues are coming from where you're maybe going an extra 500 or 1000 calories over what you probably need yep. in order to yep. maintain where you are. So actually doing the same with your time, itemizing it and seeing where it's going will really clearly show you that there's more time than you realized. And you're just spending some of it in places where maybe you wouldn't choose that as a priority, mm. but you didn't realize. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with scrolling on your phone or looking at TikTok or Instagram or binge watching Netflix. But it's about purposeful management of your time purposeful direction of what you want to do
0: yeah so one of the first things that when I was thinking about what are the habits actually that that make me feel great and I've actually cut out a lot of um stuff that felt that it was taking my attention so I can feel very quickly if I check emails if I look at social media if I do any of these things almost before I've put in the habits that make me feel great, I can already feel that my energy, my focus is completely gone. Like I'm not as concentrating and I'm not as peaceful. And so one thing that I find is actually starting my habits for me that make me feel great, that make me feel wealthy in terms of life experience and everything, is the sooner I do them in the day, before I let everyone else in the better so for example I shared I think last week or certainly on the YouTube channel I've been focusing on four key areas I really felt this hammered home the past couple of weeks and it was I wanted to focus on my spirituality my faith first of all that always makes me feel great reading something uplifting and watching something uplifting or listening as well I just feel that it gets goodness in my system I'm reminded all of the good in the world and things like that and give him, gives me a little bit of wisdom to start well, my day.
1: A lot of people like to do things like meditation at the start yeah, of the day. Or
0: journaling in those Or journaling, of things, yeah, exactly. Yes. So
1: anything that basically, I think, settles your mind and, and gives you a kind of grounded stuff mm, i think yeah. works for quite a lot of people
0: absolutely so that,
1: that's that's your thing that's my yeah. thing
0: then i moved on to fitness and this was a little change actually in the order normally fitness is something i do do but i would probably put attention on to the business first so i made sure this was going to be my focus was fitness keeping myself moving and healthy and active then it moves on to finance then after i've done those two things i'll then do something to make money or look you know as in share my talents and, and maybe, you know, write my book or do a podcast or video or something like that. And then I'll move on to family time. So that's usually towards obviously when the boys are back or maybe after lunch when we do stuff. But one of the easiest habits I've found in that lineup that really drives my prosperity, the first thing is that quiet time. So this is a huge thing. So again, completely doesn't cost me anything. What it does cost me is my time so normally I'll get up early I'll get up before you guys I'll get up I well, like you say, my space you say early
1: it's not like your classic books which are saying I'll oh, get up at half four five o'clock in the morning no
0: it tends to be between about half six like in an early morning maybe six o'clock because I did try five o'clock and I was just grumpy I was just
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I think, need to get up to bed earlier yeah, then you, you can go too early but yeah. ultimately you like probably half an hour 45 minutes of or just so just like no
0: noise me no, no and the cats yep. no one around so I do a, a technique called most mornings called morning pages which is uh, from julia cameron's book the artist's way it's a it's a way to almost brain dump that's the best way to describe it so you get blank bits of paper and you just write and the action of writing getting it from your brain to the paper the whole point is to write whatever you're thinking ask yourself questions and um, ask yourself you know what you should do with the day whatever you want even just moan the point is then to throw it away So you do two, three pages, maybe takes you 15 minutes or so of writing, but it means nothing. It can be complete gobbledygook. And I've really enjoyed this method, particularly because I kind of see it as meditation a little bit. It's allowing you just to be aware what you're thinking, but also that I find it quite releasing. So when I write or ask questions, maybe things will go, I could do something like that. or I could do that differently. Um, And I do find it, the act of actually throwing it away as well means that, oh, well, those were just thoughts that I was thinking they don't mean anything. You know, it's very, very meditational for me. And along with that, I've also found setting up my day with that focus time listening. Like, there's so much great stuff available. YouTube, you can get free content. Um, I usually listen to Audible. I've got various books and reference books and all that. But these are, are such great starter habits. And for me... I know that out of that four pick up that I've just described, you know, the faith, the fitness, finances and family, if I even start my day or start part of my day, even if it's after the school run, if I do that little bit of nugget of goodness, that little bit of time for me reading something, I know that it sets me up completely. Well, and I think
1: that for us, obviously, we have the flexibility and the freedom to structure our mornings outside of the school run how we want to. But obviously a lot of people out there, they're driving potentially to work and you've got a car, generally it's got some kind of connection to your phone. So rather than maybe blindly listen to the radio, Mm. instead work out whether there's audiobooks or podcasts you could listen to, or even... Like some playlists on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever. Playlists that really make your mood get, lift get and, you and get <laughs> you going. Exactly. But I think that again, that's purposeful. That's mm. saying, you know what, on my drive, I'm gonna make my drive as good as it can be, as yep. positive as it can be. And it also that like, can work on a you know a train commute or whatever it happens to be. Just thinking to yourself, you know what, I'm gonna have something going into my ears that actually I I feel uplifted or it provokes thoughts or mm-hmm. whatever it happens to be. So I'm not focusing on family, I'm not focusing on work. Instead, I'm just having some time for me to enjoy and embrace something that I can. So Absolutely. I think that everyone has the scope for that unless your unless your journey to work is really short. And then obviously <laughs> you can't quite make do it that. make
0: quick. Okay. And along from that as well my next thing is actually focusing on exercise. So the past year and a bit of lockdown in the UK, I have been walking. I never had a love for walking until lockdown happened. And it's been the most amazing gift. Again, completely free of charge. Again, I find walking quite meditational. So sometimes I'll take it, I'll do an audiobook or, you know, a, a talk that I'm listening to. Or sometimes I'll even just have my headphones in and I won't be listening to anything. I'll be just talking to myself. and Just let your thoughts go around. <laughs> exactly almost like I'm chatting away you know in my head watching the birds watching the people around about me and again it's been the most amazing like I love to walk well, I think I think what, what helped favorite. is that
1: when lockdown happened the first time mm. that the weather was wonderful yeah it so was actually you're inspired to go for a walk you're motivated to go for a walk because the weather was so nice mm. and then you can gain an appreciation of it which you did and then sometimes we'll walk together sometimes we'll walk independently sometimes you'll just do a walk and I'll do something different. So I I think the great thing about that is that it's never the same. Mm, mm. So whereas you might listen to one type of thing and then you might listen to something else, then we might just go and have a chat, but you have these various inputs coming into you, which means that the walk itself kinda doesn't matter. Mm. I mean it's nice to get the exercise, it's nice to be able to be out in the elements and get some of the sunshine if Scotland has any (laughs) and all those kind of things. So it's it's a wonderful way of Getting that little bit of fitness, yeah. but also an opportunity to have your your thoughts prompted I by whatever. I love it when you walking yeah. as well.
0: Actually, that's when the weather's decent. We both get out just to even have that focused time to we chat about everything don't we we chat about business sometimes it's our best discussions <laughs> about yeah. what we're going to do and things like that so walking i've found has been huge and i think it almost forces you from distractions when you're walking it's just you and nature isn't it and so if it's something on your own personal that you want to go and just talk to the birds or <laughs> you know sit and ponder But I've,
1: i found that when i go um sometimes i'll be listening to something and yeah. then i'll feel that my brain is just kind of spinning around yeah. with some thoughts yeah. so then i'll pause. What I'm I'm doing so i can just ponder that point and i have it sometimes yeah. um like if i drive down to london sometimes i need to pause what i'm doing because my <laughs> brain is just ticking over and it's yeah, distracted exactly. yeah. and you just need to kind of process some of the things that you're thinking about so is a great opportunity to mm. do
0: that and then finally i wanted to show, i've talked about essentialism which i think is kind of a fancy word for just being hyper focused and sensitive you know i've talked about my four areas the last thing really is getting to listen to other people's opinion. I think this is one of the greatest prosperity habits anyone can have. So we live in an age where I've talked about books, YouTube, podcasts. There's so, the moment that you actually expand and hear about other people's life experiences and journeys, you know, you can find anyone achieving anything and overcoming anything by just a quick Google search. For me, when I'm feeling like I want to connect or learn something different or, you know, see a different perspective, there's always a conversation I can learn from. And you'll often get those aha moments just mm-hmm. by listening to someone else share, right? That's the yep. point of why we do this. So for me, that is such a wonderful free prosperity habit is literally tapping into relationships other people's viewpoints and then allowing it to go oh wait a minute I can relate to that I can do something and then use it forward there's always uh, a learning in every single thing that you can pick up
1: well and also the thing I remember is when someone's writing a book or they make a video or make a podcast it's generally because they've had that experience yes
0: and they've got they've embodied
1: it they've embodied it and then they want to share their journey and and what they've learned so hopefully some other people can be prompted to do that or can fast track their process potentially Mm. so like we've spoke about a lot on this podcast when we've had the audio version only over the last year or so and we've developed and grown over that time Mm, so therefore the things that we talk about the experiences we have they have grown and developed and will continue to do so. It's the same as um, the MamaFoFo YouTube channel. You started off with certain topics, but as our investing and portfolios and all these things grow and change over the course of time, and you're using maybe new platforms or you get new thoughts or ideas about things that we've tried that's then what gives you the content to be able to share with other people because you've suddenly found something that either you like or, or that works. Or just do differently. Yeah. Or do differently, exactly. So that's the wonderful thing. It's, it's always worth remembering that if someone's got something to say, for the most part, it's because they've lived it, they've embodied it, and they've learned something from it. And they think that it's probably valuable for other people
0: so those are definitely my three three ish four ish top daily habits i've certainly i've had some of the best business ideas if we're talking about monetary you know things like that in terms of prosperity if you've heard nuggets about people of health or i think i actually was watching a, a talk by joyce Meyer. she's one of my favorite kind of a preachers, teachers and she's now 78 I think 79 something like that and she talked about she walks 7 or 8 miles a day at her age she just one yep. day decided a couple of years ago that she was feeling lethargic and she just felt like right you've got to go out and walk and so every day she walks that you know it's about two hours she does a walk in a day and I thought well wait a minute if she's doing that <laughs> I think I could as well and I'm so glad I picked up that habit of just getting out but also there's it's a lady incredible. around
1: here actually
0: yeah the old and lady she's, she's, I wave well, to her you say old
1: lady she's probably around 80 <laughs> no, probably, or
0: so Well, oh, no I think she's younger I think she's about 60 oh okay yeah. <laughs> well
1: maybe she, she she looks a little bit older but she again and I think she goes out for about two hours every, yep, day, every day and yep, just does start. the same route. So it's a wonderful thing. I mm-hmm. think getting out and being inspired by people. And that's the thing. You can always find people that are in a situation where you feel like you're more capable than them, mm-hmm. either financially or physically or age wise, whatever it happens to be. So then you say, what if, if they can do it? then I really should be doing a little bit more than I'm currently doing.
0: So what are the habits that you do that have really driven that you've noticed have made a shift in your prosperous you know, feeling or just your happiness, joy and things like that?
1: So for me I don't read as much as you by any stretch, but I love listening to audiobooks and yep. podcasts. Yep. Um, and I'm more of a kind of fiction person, but I find that it still drives my brain to kind of ponder and to right. think wow. about things yep. because I get involved in narrative then i find that it uncovers maybe thoughts emotions whatever that then make me ponder and, and kind of trigger me to grow also i find that doing activities and events so a little while ago i started to cycle from london to glasgow you did. and that didn't quite finish up but you can watch that video on the Kempsen house if you want to <laughs> and see how that went actually it's a series of three videos but on that journey there was an awful lot of time for me because I couldn't listen to anything really. By the time you've got the sunglasses and the helmet on, yeah, fitting yeah. headphones in as well, <laughs> or actually I've got... I don't
0: think I'd recommend listening to anything. No, I had
1: these ones that go on your um, kind of temple, so mm-hmm. they don't go in your oh, ears, they don't block right, off you the could sound. Oh, the world around but you. I couldn't put those on at the same time, I didn't have the scope to do that. So because of that, then it was just me basically listening to the world around me and with my thoughts. Mm. And again, that's a wonderful way of your brain just ticking over a ton of different stuff. I think it's similar to your morning pages. Yeah. Yep. That your brain will just churn over and over and over and kind of almost offload things or spin things around and kind of shape them and reshape them mm-hmm. and, and see how you feel about them. And. For me, my main habit that I do, outside, I I do like a little adventure thing. I think that those are quite good (laughs) um, for me because they make me think, even though they're normally a bit of fun and a little bit of a challenge, it's also, it just makes my brain tick over in a Mm. different way, which I really like. But the main habit for me is actually just going out to the gym every day. Um, So I'll put on the music, but half the time I can't tell you what songs played.
0: Yep, I've heard some BTS as you've been working on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I like putting on the music... Half the time I don't really listen to what's happening mm-hmm. and I'm just there focusing. So obviously I'm focusing on, because if it's mainly kind of weightlifting, bodybuilding type stuff, then I'm focusing on the moves that I'm doing. But similar to the cycle, my brain's just off into different directions, kind of uploading things and manipulating things and thinking about things and just off in its own space. Mm. And I find that really good. I, I find that it's almost like you set your brain free mm-hmm. for yep, half yep. an hour, 40 minutes. Yep. And then it does whatever it wants to do. And then you come back kind of ready to start. Mm -hmm. It's almost like if when you have your dreams at night, Mm -hmm. if you could come away with those dreams almost feeling like a pure outlet Mm -hmm. and how you might feel after that, that's how I feel after a workout or an activity or an event or something. It feels like it's almost like the weight's taken off. And the brain just kind of decided to have a little purge of whatever it wants to do mm, or process or yep. whatever it happens to be. So sometimes I'll come away with ideas, but a lot of the time I just come away with my brain feeling a little bit more empty mm-hmm. in, in a good way, though. Not, Sounds not like my morning pages. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I think that is the key thing. A lot of our habits, we've actually found prosperity. We talked about this a couple of times. You remember, it? it's all to do with your health, your well being. It's not just financial by any means, it's mm-hmm. actually like the almost the quality of all areas of wealth in your life and wealth is mental wealth you know physical wealth as in money and things and relationships I've noticed though certainly in the past couple of years my switch on almost I try habits but if they don't click if I don't feel I get an automatic benefit I'm okay with dropping them as well and I think that's been the great thing we've shared a couple of habits that for us make us feel more alive make us feel more aware make more grateful and um, more then able to serve in the rest of our time yep. they kickstart us but it's all about identifying actually i like trying habits but i'm okay with also trying and failing like that wasn't the habit yeah. that i thought it was going to be as well
1: i think th- the thing to be careful about there is saying you want to try something mm. and then giving up too quickly yeah, because it's, it's too difficult yep. So some things you'll find they're not for you. Mm. And then some things you'll find are a bit difficult. So if we, again, weight loss is the really easy one to look at in this area, just because it's something that I think most people resonate with at some point in their lives. Um, And the challenge you have is weight loss, monitoring your food, moving a bit more is difficult. It's difficult to find the time for, it's difficult to find the motivation, but that's one where, Saying it's too hard mm. probably isn't the right answer. Whereas saying I want to try woodworking and finding out that you really can't be bothered to <laughs> sand something else, yep. but then that's fine. That's you've tried and you've wanted to explore it and you realize it's not for you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the part that absolute experience will teach you to identify whether you're just giving up before you should yeah, exactly. versus realizing that. It doesn't resonate with you as much as you thought it might and it's okay to let it go
0: absolutely and it was interesting when i was prepping for this podcast i was thinking okay what can we do to create more of these good serving habits in our life and let's say even if you only have an hour window and that could be before you go to work or your lunch break or after work what could be the best ways that you can habits can create habits that really stick and add joy to your life well when i was doing my research there was actually a couple of key things that you can do to make okay. habits
1: and these um, top tips
0: these four ways you can make your habits stick and you can see if these seem you know right to you the first thing is i would say make it obvious that you want to do the habit. So for me, I talked about the past month really, I've thought about these four key areas and really kind of micro focus. Like I've actually now been more selective in turning down stuff because I want to do my logical steps. And that's what it is in this season in my life. That's not for a lifetime that I'll always do these steps. Right now, this is just the steps I want to do most days. Um, And for me then, when I want to make a habit happen, until it's an autopilot for me i have to kind of schedule it and i think this is for most you know for most people if you actually want to try a habit and see if it brings you joy or you just love doing something you know that it brings you joy and you've not done it for so long put it in your diary make a commitment that on a wednesday at seven o'clock at night you're going to go to that spin class without question everybody else will need to look after themselves they'll need to make pot noodles if they you know they want if they can't cook cook or can't do anything fancy and I think it's about honoring the the only way that you can make stuff happen is to actually say it's going in the diary and I know like I've got certain habits I'm I'm writing a book and things and that's a really hard habit for me to get into doing a different type of content but I'm having to again put it in my schedule this is I can have fun afterwards (laughs) yeah but if I want to make this habit until I love it and enjoy it it's happening in my schedule yeah
1: absolutely I think that when it's not something that you've been doing before Mm. or it's something you haven't done in a while then you have to claim that time you have to schedule it you have to put it in you have to make sure the people around you know that it's happening so they can give you the space to do it because otherwise it's easy to let it slip if you say I'll fit it in when I can you won't fit it in Mm -hmm. because As we all know, there's never any time. We never have any time until we actually look and we find out we've got probably a lot more than we realize. (laughs) But we get caught up in the we never have any time. But the moment you start to schedule something, you find that the hour that you needed for it is definitely available because you've chosen to claim you've it. you chose- Yeah,
0: exactly. And that leads me on to the next thing. Like a lot of my habits I've managed to create because I've made them as effortless as possible. Mm-hmm. So I've talked about that four sequence. So the first thing, Matt and I have this set up. We never sit down and say, no, we must have this schedule. We just we work with each other. So each other gets our habits in place. I've found, like for example, if I do the kid drop off in the morning, I will then do something, my exercise. So if I've done my spirituality first before anyone's up, the next thing has to be, you no, know, I'm dressing my PE kit, I'm doing the drop off and I go straight maybe to our gym or to the local gym or go out for my walk. I make it as effortless as possible, especially if you're trying to try and add good new habits that you want to. So for example, if you want to drink more water, the easiest thing to do is have that water bottle right beside you all day long because you're going to have it drink that way. Yeah,
1: you're not going to have it where you need to go to a tap every single time because you're not likely to get up. Mm. And that's the same as if you want to do any new activities that involve you being out of the house. The best time to schedule them is when you're already out. Yes. <laughs> so if you've got the daytimes free, then straight after school run or after work rather than going home. Because the moment you go home, And you have a sit down for half an hour. You're not gonna want to get up. You don't want to get back up and go out. So you need to schedule things when they're in a flow of other things so that it becomes easier to put that habit in place. Mm, Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I found that if I tried to work out in the evenings after loads of stuff happen, I'm less motivated. For me, my habit is I get up, I have a drink and then have I pretty much tea, I, I have it, a cup of tea, and yeah. go out. But for a lot of people, especially if you're working, then what you'll find is either getting up a little bit earlier and going before work, mm. so you do your exercise because you're already out in a similar direction to work anyway. You go out, you do your exercise, you get yourself ready for work, and you go straight there, or you head there straight after work, or you decide to have a lunch break and you go during a lunch break but if you make it as effortless as possible yeah then absolutely. you up your chances of sticking to it
0: the final thing i would say if you're trying to put good new habits into your life that you know bring joy is thinking about gamifying them making it fun Right the whole point is to enjoy all the habits you should look forward to them. You should think this is actually, you know, making me stronger, better, all these great things. It shouldn't be that you're just doing things to stay, stand still. And you can gamify things normally I think about fitness in this aspect, but you know it's like right, I want to run 1 mile today rather than just half a mile straight or you know over the process of this month I'm going to walk 5k every day or actually i'm going to try 6k you know make it a little bit of a challenge with yourself no one else and you can even do this as simple as Color coding your habits. If you've got a journal or a schedule, you could try and see. You know, right right now, this habit is really hard, so it's going to be an orange color. I might not look forward to it, but my goal is to make that a green. That I'm going to actually make it all my calendar as much of a green as possible. I'm excited to do everything.
1: Well, actually, I think as well, as far as calendars go, it's really good sometimes to maybe put a color code in your day after you finish a day. Mm. So there's lots of people that maybe. When you look at those kind of um, year to a day pages, so you get the little squares for each day and being able to color them in to say, I did this on this day. And then you can look back on the year and say, look at this. All of my days have colors in, apart from a couple where they didn't have colors for whatever reason, I couldn't do something. But being able to look back and say, right, this month I've managed to complete most of the month. This month I've done the entire month, whatever it happens to be. I think that those are also ways of gamifying it because ultimately, and that can be, it's not about like health and fitness necessarily. It can be just, I've read more than five pages today or I've gone for a walk or I've made a home cooked meal. So you can kind of color code and say, right, so if I get a takeaway, it's X color if I've um, bought a microwave meal, it's this color. And if I've made something from ingredients, it's this color. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is maybe you want to steer it towards it being that you're making as many homemade as you can. Yep. But then yep. you want your calendar to be as much of that color as possible. So it's a good way of seeing how you're doing, seeing your performance as you go along, and also driving you to have those habits that you want moving forward. So I think that if you spent the first week of the month, maybe getting takeaways, then you'll think, right, well, the color's not looking good on this calendar right now. <laughs> so actually I'm going to have to really work hard to counteract it so that the color mix is more so where I want it to be.
0: Maybe not work hard. Maybe work smarter. Oh, there you exactly. Go. Make it effortless. And I would love off the back of this podcast, we've shared a couple of things that I know have really changed our life. The habits that we've set, and they've all been really a shift. When I thought about prosperity habits, they've been habits that have forced me to be present now rather than thinking ahead or you know thinking thinking about what the future might bring or any of those habits. Sometimes, let's say if you're checking your investments or your money, that habit. you're thinking oh one day i'll have enough or one day it'll be this they're habits that force me to be here right now and see what i have and be thankful for what i have and also know that this is adding investments to my life the the time i'm putting in is actually an investment that i'm creating rather than a liability so if you've listened to this podcast i'd love you to take this challenge over a typical day or a typical week, how many of your habits are actually adding up to the person that you want to be or you know actually add value and add more prosperity to your life? Is it maybe one habit a day or two or have you got 10 or actually starting and you think, do you know what, there's, a, there's actually a lot of things that I want to just nudge in place. Our best advice would be to make it as effortless as possible, to make it fun, but also to try new things. To try as you saw between Matt and I, our habits are actually kind of similar, but we do them very differently. Yes, we do. So the essence of them, we get fitter, we, you know, make sure that we almost like look after our mental wealth as well. We do different things, but ultimately in the same area. So this is your prime time to actually think about what habits for you would drive your prosperity you not know, somebody else's habits what actually could you create that makes you feel great in those moments
1: and also I think the key is if you do identify things that you want to add don't put them all in at once
0: no don't, don't try and do six things don't try time. and do
1: six things because you're setting yourself up for a big challenge and potential failure mm. and I think that that's the thing that a lot of people get stuck by so when you get to January new year new May I'm going to the gym every day and I'm just going to eat little water biscuits (laughs) and nothing else. Maybe I'll have a kale milkshake, something like that. (laughs) Sounds amazing. That's a lot of stuff you're throwing in that you've never done before. And a lot of them are maybe not entirely enjoyable Mm. and you want to do them all at once. And also, you want to look after your finances, and 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 <laughs> you're in it's the too right much. Place. <laughs> so that's why actually you've been looking at your habits recently and changing a few things, tweaking yep. a few things. Yep. But all you're doing is you're laying down one new puzzle piece at a time. So you're putting the pieces down, so you can stand back and look at what you're creating, yes. and you give it time to kind of ponder before you say, right,
0: that's in that place. That feels good. Yep. That's
1: in place. I'm going to put down something else, and then I'm going to see how that feels. And sometimes you find oh, the picture I'm making isn't quite right, but you're doing it bit by bit. And I think that that is probably one of the kind of final piece of advice. Just take your time. Like you've probably been in a position where some of the things you want to do you haven't done for such a long time. You don't need to slot them all in straight away.
0: Absolutely. Just
1: take your time and do it the right way because that's more likely to keep in place and keep your momentum and actually form a true habit that you have for life for as long as you want it for
0: so keep treating your prosperity is almost like an experiment with your habits you know the person that you are right now is based on your habits you've formed so far that doesn't mean that starting today you can't change every single thing that you do and that being said if you have enjoyed this podcast in particular we'd love it especially if you would subscribe so you can either subscribe if you're watching on video on the mamma Furfur channel right now or you can subscribe if you're listening to it on spotify or apple itunes wherever you are we'd love you to follow more of our work i have really enjoyed this topic it's not probably the last time we'll talk about habits no. it's, it's a key area that i love i love to figure out why people do things and also how they do things and that little that's, sparks that's, joy. That's, that's a little Complexity. it's a lot more complex so if you have enjoyed it do leave us a comment or a review wherever you're on and we'd love also if you would want to delve a little bit deeper into the topics of prosperity check our back catalogue we have actually got over 60 audio podcasts that you can go and listen to and we've got a couple now on mama Furfur that you can watch that's right as well on my youtube channel so as with everything thank you so much for watching or listening today we'll speak to you very soon